Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. Right, it is a Thursday night. We're back with our friend Jenny Kay from Jenny Kay Neurolinguistic Therapy. Hello, how are you? Welcome to Mind Matters. Hello, I'm good, thanks. You're here to uh, tell us about something intriguing as always. What's, what's on your mind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. So, coming out of lockdown, I seem to be getting a lot of inquiries about relationship counseling mm-hmm. um, and just general anxiety and stress. And one of the conversations I've been having a lot lately is the conversation around um, what we refer to as the drama triangle. Um, So pretty much any situation where you are experiencing frustration, anger, feeling hurt by something, Mm -hmm. um, feeling hard done by, um, if you're feeling any of those things, you're in the drama triangle. The drama triangle. The drama triangle. So is that triangle. what we're calling this uh, this edition of uh, Mind Matters? We'll call it the drama triangle. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it's it's really just looking at how is it that we interact? What are the codependent relationships that exist in in these, um, you know, in situations where there is some kind of conflict or frustration or whatever it is? Um, how do we play into it, and what can we do to break that cycle? All right. So typically, we, we tend to react or respond to situations from three different positions when we're, when we're doing drama. Um, we have what we refer to as the persecutor, the rescuer, and the victim. Not to be confused with the prosecutor. <laughs> Not to be confused. And you'll hear it, you know, you'll hear many different variations. It's, you know, the bully, the whatever. There's, there's many different explanations or names given to these roles. But really what we, you know, we're looking at the tendency to behave in a certain way. All right. I don't like to refer to somebody as being a victim or somebody is a rescuer or is a persecutor because the truth is we all do all of them and we chop and change. Sometimes in the same conversation, we will chop and change roles um, as we go. But we do, te- we do have a tendency to, to go to one, um, one position or, or take on one role more often than others. Okay. So if we just look at you know, defining each of those, or how do we recognize it? When we are behaving like persecutors, first of all, we need to win at all costs. So I win, you lose. Hmm. Um, when it comes to blame, you know, if we're coming from a place of being a persecutor, we are always pointing blame. We, you know, the blame belongs anywhere but with us, and and we direct blame at other people. And one of the things that we do that in, that makes sure that we can always blame somebody else when we're coming from this position is that we keep things vague. Um, we, you know, we won't define our expectations. We won't give, um, we won't set clear boundaries because if we do that, somebody might actually be able to succeed. And then if things go, go wrong, it's not so easy for us to blame them. I see. So, you know, if we're, if we're coming from a persecutor position, we're keeping people in the dark so that we can, gain, we can keep that one-upmanship and keep that control. 
um, you know, coming from this position, we tend to be either aggressive, um, outwardly aggressive, where we're shouting, we're blaming, we're um, aggressive behavior, or we're passive aggressive. Um, you know, we're stonewalling, stonewalling, we'll cut you down, ignore you like you don't even exist. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you know, how does, how does somebody from a, a persecutor position manipulate the situation? They manipulate by keeping things vague, keeping it muddy, keeping, it, keeping you in the dark. Um, so then if we look at the rescuer, this is typically a position that initially people think um, very highly of of somebody who's always stepping up to help others to, you know, it seems like a very virtuous role to take on. Sure. Um, but we need to recognize some things about it. So your rescuer is typically somebody who's always giving advice. Mm. They assume to know what's best for you and they will impose their ideas on you. I know a few people like this. Yes. So when, when we're being rescuers, we, um, one of the things we're doing, when we're focusing on somebody else's problem mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. fixing you, mm -hmm. we're ignoring our own stuff. Oh, okay. So it helps us to ignore it. Mm -hmm. um, when we're being rescuers, we don't set any boundaries. So we keep taking on everybody else's stuff, everybody else's responsibility, mm -hmm. ignoring our own stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then it gets too much and we very quickly switch over and become that persecutor. Because now it's just too much and everybody expects so much of us and they're always taking, taking, taking and we, we start um, throwing blame around. So one of the things that's important to notice about when we are being rescuers is that the reason we do this is not for the good being of other people. Mm -hmm. The reason we do this is that it gives us some, some perception of control where we feel that we have some power um, over a situation. And... When we are rescuing somebody, we're actually creating a situation where we keep that person dependent on us. Oh, wow. We need a victim at all costs because if we don't have somebody to rescue, then we are not better than. Mm -hmm. So really, we're stepping into this role to boost ourselves so that we know we're okay. So in other words, we're like the person who has all the answers and everyone comes to and and end. Like it just, we, we feel important because we're that person. Yes, mm. yes. Do we sometimes get stuck in that role without wanting to be in that role because <laughs> you, you, you keep the, the, the type of company that always seems to need advice and they're always seeking advice? So as I said earlier, Am these... Am I jumping the gun? No, these are codependent roles. Mm which means that we will surround us, you know, if we tend to want to be a rescuer, we mm -hmm. will surround ourselves with victims. Mm -hmm. We will step in to protect somebody from their persecutor. Mm -hmm. And all of these roles work very hard to keep those three positions in place. Oh, wow. um, it's how they keep the game going. Mm. So when we look at a rescuer, in terms of blame, a rescuer, a rescuer is somebody that needs to avoid blame at all costs. And they do this by projecting this, um, this idea that they are hopeless, helpless, worthless. If they, if they are incapable, if they are helpless, if they are hopeless, if their situation is so bad they can't possibly be expected to rise up, mm -hmm. well, then they also can't be blamed. Mm -hmm. If you can't expect something of somebody, you can't blame them for it. This is true now. Yeah. It's actually very cool. And you know when when we're being re when we're being victims, it's coming from a place of oh poor me. Nobody knows how hard it's been. Nobody else has been in this. Ex you know has has had to deal with these things. Um, we're hopeless, helpless, worthless. 
And the one thing that is crucial to us maintaining our victimhood is that people must believe that we are hopeless, helpless, worthless. Um, you know, we, we need people to buy into that so that they will step in and fix whatever our problem sure. is because we don't actually want to take responsibility for anything. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've got music coming out my ears and uh, I didn't mean to blast your eardrums there. As we, as we continue on now, <laughs> say, just go back and say what you said okay, again. Okay, I'm awake. <laughs> yes, sorry about that. Yeah, so, so really when, you know, when we're looking at this, in, in terms of, of the win-lose dynamic, yeah. your persecutor has to win at all costs. Uh-huh. Your victim has to always lose because otherwise they can't be a victim and how else are they possibly going to get somebody to feel sorry for them and come and, and sort out their stuff? Mm. And your rescuer typically aims for a lose-lose. If you lose and, you know, and we all lose, then we're okay. Sure. So, so what's wrong with this? What is the solution? So let's take a break, and then when we come back, let's uh, uh, kind of go through and see what the solution is. I think someone's trying to phone you. So you're listening to Hit ZA. This is Mind Matters. It is uh, Heritage Day here in South Africa. And uh, as always, we're here with Jenny Kay from Jenny Kay Neurolinguistic Therapy. We'll be right back after this. The things we put in our home, our office, these things make a statement. And nothing makes a bigger statement than bespoke wood furniture from Burl Timber. Your visitors will love the style of your home when you add a custom wood table, chairs, bookcase, or even flooring from Burl Timber. We can also build your custom staircase and even the kitchen of your dreams. See a full catalog of everything we can do now on burltimber.co.za or get in touch with us today. Call Mike on 067-744-0252 or you can WhatsApp us on 067 743-6116. Be sure to mention Miller Time when you do. Burl Timber. If you can dream it, we can build it. So there's six areas that I've highlighted here that um, are worth paying attention to. Yes. The first one is looking at the combination of blame versus um, our own contribution towards the situation. Um, and if we look at, you know, as a, persecu- as a persecutor, at all costs, we direct blame towards others and we keep things vague so that we always have the opportunity to blame other people. Hmm. As a victim, we avoid blame at all costs. If I am incapable, then I can't possibly be blamed. And I, sh- I, I have the opportunity to shift the blame to the rescuer who either gave me the wrong advice or the persecutor who set me up to fail. And as a rescuer, um, I ignore responsibility. I shift the focus away mm-hmm. from me towards everybody else, okay. towards helping everybody else. Okay. So that's the one, the one area. The other area to consider is, is setting boundaries and clear expectations. Sure. As I said, as a persecutor, we keep things vague. This sets, us up, it sets other people up to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allows us to avoid responsibility and accountability. Um, as, a, as a victim... We, if we were to put boundaries in place mm-hmm. or communicate expectations, that mm-hmm. would suggest that we actually have some power over our situation and it doesn't play out into our little manipulation game. Sure. So we can't possibly take responsibility for ourselves. Um, and as a rescuer, you know, rescuers typically never set boundaries. They just keep taking on, taking on, taking on. They're focusing everywhere else except on their own stuff. So nobody can ever actually expect anything from them. <laughs> Um, and it allows them to very quickly sw- switch roles into either the victim or the, or the persecutor role. Okay. The the third point is to look at truth and accountability. Mm. Um, you know, we tend to want to 
avoid blame and accountability at all costs. And, you know, the reality is that we always have a choice. We might not like our choices, but we always have a choice. It may not be the best choice, but we do have one. Exactly. So none of these roles can stay in place if we're truly being honest with ourselves sure. and with people around us. Um, and then this, this one-upmanship, this win-win. So there's two sides to it. You know, if one is to look at, you know, your persecutor always needs to win at every cost, and normally that means that somebody else has to lose. Um, there's also the one-upmanship in terms of I'm better than you. Mm. So if I'm a, you know, if I'm rescuing you, it means I somehow am better than you. I know better. Sure. Um, no, lots know. of people like that, eh? Yes. And, you're, you know, your victim obviously always has to lose because otherwise, you know, yeah, In other words, in your mind, it's them. a zero-sum game. You yeah, can't exactly. win and they, can't, they have to lose or you cannot win. Yes. You, you know, every, everybody else always wins. I always lose, so therefore feel sorry for me and yes. come and rush in and solve my problems. Sure. Um, two things that are really important to notice. One is that e each of these positions comes from a place of fear. Each of them comes from a place where I'm not good enough. I need to play this game to amplify myself, to create a situation where I feel like I'm okay. okay. Um, so if we look at a persecutor, I'm okay because I'm better than you and I have power over you. Mm -hmm. If we look at our rescuers, um, I'm okay because I can shift the focus towards you so nobody sees my broken parts. Mm -hmm. And I'm somehow better than you because I have a solution to your problem. And a victim, I'm okay because it can't possibly be my fault. Because I'm being set up, I'm getting the wrong advice, I have this terrible life. Of course. So therefore, I'm actually okay because you can't expect Victim me to of be my better. circumstances. Yes. On, on, on. And the last point, you know, the last thing to pay attention to is that every time we interact, it is, we, we can only interact by making assumptions. Okay. We place our own, our own meaning on things. Mm -hmm. So I've written down six questions that we can go to. And I challenge people, any situation that you can think of in your life mm -hmm. where you currently are experiencing some kind of frustration, agitation, anger, feeling you know, hard done by, whatever it is. And look at the situation and ask yourself these questions. Mm -hmm. So the first one is to look at what do I want to achieve in this conversation? Okay. What outcome would I like to, to get? The second question is recognizing that these are all fear-based. Be honest with yourself and look at what am I trying to avoid? The third question is have I set clear boundaries and expectations? Mm -hmm. Or have I asked for clarity where... Um, you know, where I don't fully understand something. So yeah. there's a responsibility to set, you know, to, to communicate with clarity and to request clarity. Um, the fourth question is, what have I assumed and what have others understood? And I've spoken a few times about the idea of looking at, looking at our behavior versus our intention and flipping it around, where we consider what could, what could somebody else's intention have been and what would, how else could my behavior have been perceived? Mm. Um, so recognizing that we always make assumptions. The fifth question... You know what happens when you make an assumption, by the way? <laughs> you make an ass out of me yes, and you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so the fifth thing is looking at the win-lose, um, the win-win dynamic. If anybody is losing, we are all losing. Mm -hmm. There is always a win-win um, if somebody is losing, find another solution. What if it's a win-win-lose situation or a win-lose-win? 
If somebody's losing, <laughs> there's another solution. <laughs> and then the final question um, I would say is, what am I contributing mm -hmm. to keeping this drama in place? And that's something that we really like to avoid because it's so much easier when it's everyone else's fault and yeah. we are blameless. Um, so that's quite a challenging question sometimes because mm -hmm. we get so stuck in how we've made sense of a situation sure. and the meaning we've imposed on it. Um, and if we can step out and go, how am I contributing to this? How am I keeping this dynamic in place? So when we take an honest look at these questions, we will automatically break that cycle of the drama triangle. We don't. Is it like the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> for drama? It can be a lot more hurtful, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. So the Drama Triangle. Okay. How did how did you how did you discover this thing? Is it so something that the you Drama Triangle is not my it's not my yeah. creation or my invention at all. Okay. Um, it's come up in oh, many. You know, there'll be many different trainings. Um, it was something that we we delve into quite a lot with our NLP practitioner training. Sure. Um, it's really just looking at you know how how we interact with each other. So I would be lying if I tried to recall the person who originally <laughs> made this a thing, labeled it the drama triangle. Yeah. Um, so forgive me, I don't know. Um, but yes, you'll you'll hear about it. The in drama many different triangles. <laughs> Jenny and Kay. We've had a very brief discussion about it. We yeah. spend a lot of time unpacking this and looking at sure. various options, but this is hopefully useful. Thank you, Jenny Kay. Jenny Kay Neurolinguistic Therapy on this uh, Heritage Day. Thanks for all your uh, knowledge and information, as always. If you want to talk to her, you can actually set an appointment and meet with her in her offices. I happen to know where they are. You'll, uh, you'll find out more information. Jenny K, NLP, J-E-W-N-I-K dot C-O dot Z-A, Jenny K dot C-O dot Z-A. You can email her. Uh, there's a link there on the website. You can find out more information. You can also find out more information about the, um, the podcast by going to um, hitsza.com and links to everything. And she's got a blog that she writes that goes along with this podcast and this um, radio program as well. This is Mind Matters with uh, Jenny Kay. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. Do you uh, have a enjoy your, your, the rest of your heritage day and Thank you uh, so much. your weekend? I mean, you got any plans since it's sort of a long weekend? I mean. Oh, my weekends are when I recharge. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. All right. Well, we'll take off with some uh, David Bowie here. Here's fame. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Have All an right. awesome week. You too.